I want you to pinch somebody and tell the person your flesh is the arena. Pinch somebody gently. I know some of you, you are farmers' children, and your pinch can be dangerous. So when I say pinch, don't take advantage and break somebody's hand. Somebody say the arena is the flesh. Now, always remember that. You see, we've spent so much time on witches and wizards, the devil, than we do on the flesh. When God asked Eve, why did you do this? He sent the devil. Then God said, Adam, why did you do this? He said, the woman you gave me, both of them didn't understand that their problem is the flesh. Now you read the Bible and the Bible says that we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers. To be honest with you, that thing simply means you wrestle not only against flesh and blood. Because definitely we wrestle against the flesh. When you see Pito and you will not drink it, it's not about the devil, it's about your appetite. When you see a woman and you will not sleep with her, it's not about the devil, it is about the lust in your body. Because you know what? Whether you are a Christian or not, sexual desire will be there. Listen. You can never pray away the appetite for rice and fried stew and meat. So if there is fasting and you smell rice and fried stew and meat, whether you are born again, you are an apostle or a prophet, something inside you will shout, Wallahi. So I take authority over the spirit of rice and the, I take authority over the spirit of eh, fried stew and meat. Ah, ah, this is not a spiritual. It's a flesh. Whether you are a believer or unbeliever, you must position yourself well. Otherwise, if you are a young person with sexual hormones working in you, if you posture yourself to fall, you will fall. It's a flesh. Listen, there's no shortcut in dealing with the flesh apart from self-control. So Paul said, I put under my body. I, I wrestle against this body and I put the body under control because if I am not careful, I will preach to others and I myself will become a castaway. So who in the days of his flesh? So there was a time God himself trapped Jesus, the son of God in the flesh. He was made in the fashion of man and was made in the likeness of man and in fashion as a man. He had to become obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. You are in the flesh. You are in the flesh. So money, food, sex, the quest for power, quest for prominence, so you are the senior pastor's wife.
that you are not the president of the high ladies ministry in the church. Something inside you once in a while would try to say who does she think she is? Who made her the president of the high ladies ministry? I will show her she is the president of the high ladies ministry but I am the president of the senior pastor because I am the wife of the senior pastor. I will show her where power lies and this thing ain't no devil. This thing is your flesh. It's your flesh. Well, well, well. The devil, devil, devil. Devil. It's not the devil. It's your flesh. You know there are people who naturally you want to hate. Naturally. Something inside you just hates them. You don't like the way they walk. You don't like the way they talk. Even when they are drinking water you get angry. There are praise and worship leaders you don't want to see them at all. As soon as they say covenant keeping God mini covenant. Mini covenant keeping who in the days of his so if we didn't have the flesh and we were just spirit invisible nobody can see us wouldn't it be better no God made you his own image but he made you flesh so that he can glorify himself in this earthen vessel who in the days of his work when he had offered up prayers and supplication with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death in that he feared and so on and so forth. So, I see the arena. But you see, the game itself, the game, everybody say the game. Wow. Can I talk about the game? Can I talk about the game? The game is something like what I'm doing now. Church. Ministry. Being a pastor's wife, being in the high ladies ministry, being in the prison ministry, child destiny school, the ministry is the game. Family, family life, husband, wife, children, is also the game. The profession, the work you do, an accountant, a secretary, administrator, the game. The game, these are the games. The ministry, the family, dealing with people, living in a community, those are the games. But in those games, some things happen. In those games. Whenever I'm watching football match, I'm like, how do they deal with the things they deal with? Some of the things are embarrassing. How many of you ever saw a footballer trying to catch a ball and he just did his hand like this and a very weak shot entered and the following week the man was the man on the news. Very embarrassing. And they are saying he made an unpardonable mistake. Very shameful. Or somebody's going to kick a penalty and he slips and falls. It's the game and some of the things that go with the game and a few things that go with the game the Bible said that Jesus offered strong prayers and supplication unto God with crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death because he feared and the word feared there means 
is reverential fear that he prayed to God to deliver him because he feared God because you know he could have refused to go to the cross he could have refused to die he could have refused to offer himself to pain and torture he could have refused to offer himself to shame and he could have said I don't want to die and escape but he feared God in that he feared and the word fear here is not fear of death but reverential fear for God that I fear God I can't run away from the cross I fear God I can't do this I fear God I meet many people and they ask me why are you still in Bogatanga why do you live in Bogatanga all your life and we don't hear you say you want to move I say I fear God I have told my wife, look, I even fear that if I leave, the anointing on me will disappear. That is the extent to which I fear. I fear that anything I call a blessing, God blesses me because of obedience to live in Bogatanga. And that the day I change my mind, God, something may change for me I don't like. So you know what? I'm not here because of you. I'm here because of God. I'm here because of him. The one that called me, I'm not here because of you. So it doesn't matter what you do. I'm here. That is why I have good news for people who don't like me. Because you better change your mind because I am here for a long time. Long, long time. Long, 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 long time. I fear. I came back home in July. I looked at the church. I didn't like what I was seeing. Not because anybody was doing anything wrong. I saw a vacuum. And I said, no. I need to stay home longer. I finished preaching two Sundays ago. I went home, took my phone. Sent a message to Canada and I told a friend I was going to preach for in August. And the program has been publicized. Americans are coming, Ghanaians are coming, everybody in Canada. I sent a message to my friend and I said, I went home and what I saw in the church, I cannot travel in August. I traveled May, I traveled June, I traveled July. August! The church needs me to stay home. So, can you release me from Canada? He sent a message back and said, yes sir, I release you. We'll try it another time. You see, it is called the fear of God. Then I told my peer, okay, give me some meeting. Just add one meeting, Wednesday to Friday in Accra. I would do that. But for every Sunday, and every Tuesday, I want to be home. So I call the month of August a special month with the senior pastor. Every Sunday and every Tuesday. That's, it. That's what you are saying. That's what you are saying. I could have gone to Canada. They said, we will buy two tickets for you and mommy to come. We will get you two tickets, good tickets. You will sit in a good part of the plane, two of you. I won't tell you where we will sit, but definitely not in the engine. But they said, we'll get you two good tickets. Both of you come to England. I told mommy at first, we said it as testimony. Later on, when I saw the spirituality of it, I said, mommy, this thing is a trap. God is a onyami or soya share. Share, onyangupo or zongyewu. 
Otimi de brodo brew, o de opia dipan no na Or check your appetite level. Who do you say I quit with Jimmy? Nancy don't eat in bread, bread in Bethel. Unim said, Brodonu and your bad, now Bethel near problem. Oh, we my issue. I told the people in Kumasi, I said, If God had not even called me to preach, when the people are preaching, I'll say, I have something to say. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm going to preach for me, says, Have you finished preparing? I said, with preparation again. When you are prepared, you don't need too much preparation. Because you yourself, you are preparation. You yourself, you have been prepared. A vessel sanctified. Have you ever seen a spoon rehearsing before it eats? You saw spoon rehearsing. Then he says, Spoon, what are you going to do? He said, I'm training myself to eat. The thing has been engineered. And crafted to eat. So Jesus feared. Nyamishro is not in the church. The fear of God is what will take you to church every Sunday, take you to church every Tuesday. Even when you are giving an offering, you are very careful because of the fear of God. Because like Cain, you may send a wrong offering. The fear of God is the thing that will not let you take some money, which is not one-tenth of what you've had, and you lift it up and say, this is my type. The fear of God will prevent you from presenting something which is not 10%, and you say, it's your type. Now, so, I talked about the arena. And the arena is the flesh made of your will, your intellect, and your emotions. Your will, your intellect, your emotions, this, this arena, emotions, constantly a boiling place, hot spot if you want. Your intellect, how your own mind can fight against the things of God. And your will, how you can stubbornly want to do your own will. So Jesus said, not my will, but your will be done. Because in the will of Jesus, who wants to die on a cross? But then when it comes to the game, doing the will of God is the game. But if you want a very simple name for the game, I will call it surrender. Constantly, you will be called upon to surrender to God. The whole of the Garden of Gethsemane experience and Jesus' experience in life was to surrender to the will of God. So he said, I have come according to the volume of the books as it is written of me to do thy will, O God. Everybody say surrender. And everybody say submission. So you see, the fear of God is summed up in your surrender and your submission to God. And that surrender and submission, because we cannot see God, sometimes your surrender to God is summed up in the way you surrender to delegated authority. Everybody say delegated authority. Come on, shout it again, delegated authority. I can tell you, no matter how anointed you are, no matter how much you think you fear God, you may never see God. The, the only way you see him is when he uses delegated authority to deal with you. So God, God, God told Moses, he said, Moses, I will make you like God to Aaron. That means when Aaron sees you, he has seen God. 
Many years ago, they used to say that say, oh, sorry, no she brunia, we she and and that because the priest used to be white people. You cannot be disobeying your husband and say you fear God. As for me, I would rather fear God than man. You, who do you think you are? Look at you standing here. Are you a man? Let me go to prayer meeting and come and deal with you. Let me go to prayer meeting and come back and deal with you. You are not submitting to your husband. You say you fear God. You are rebellious towards your senior pastor. You say you fear God. You don't respect your senior pastor's wife. You say you fear God. Sometimes you know what people. Everything about the will of God for your life. Will be in the mouth of a man or a woman of God. Whom God has set over your life. The Bible says submit to them so that they don't do it with grief. Because if they do it with grief, it's not profitable for you. Listen, there are people that will tell you don't move and you can move. They will tell you sit here and you must sit here. Stand here and you must stand there. Eat this and you must eat it. Don't touch this and you will not touch it. When they say we are fasting for three days, three days you don't eat. It's called submission. When they say we are fasting for three days and you are eating, you don't fear God. All women are going for high ladies ministry. Then they tell you every woman at there. Then you live in Bogatanga and you can even register and refuse to go. You don't fear God. Because look at the pastor who is preaching. America morning and night. Morning and night. Morning and night. Then the man runs back from the U.S., Tuesday he lands. Wednesday rest one day. Then he goes to Lagos. Preach morning and night. The following day morning and night. Then he jumps into Accra on Saturday. Does EAM in the morning. Goes back to Kumasi on Sunday morning and night. Monday morning and night. Tuesday jumps into Accra. By 1 p.m. he's in a plane coming to Bogatanga. Wednesday morning, he's standing there preaching, and you are lying in your house. They call it Asua Day. Anna Paiso, Wabon Paisa, Onyankupon Shirao, Onyankupon Bay, and I will ignore all these things. Now I be Shirao by August. God doesn't bless like that. God doesn't bless. God doesn't bless like that. Submission, obedience. That is what they call the fear of God. Fear of God. I fear Him. I fear God. Pareso cannot be preaching in this state. Mama Rosemont cannot prepare all this banquet of the Spirit. And I'm invited, and I say I have a wedding, and another one says I have a farm, somebody says I have a land to inspect it, and then he said, Go to the byways and the highways, just go to Kumasi and go to Buna Hafu region and go to Accra and gather them and let them come and eat and tell them all things are ready. Forget about this Pogatanga people. Your friend in Yamishu. Somebody sent me a message. They said, Brother, you slow down. You are preaching too much. I fear him. 
I told someone in the morning, I said, even if I didn't want to go because I'm tired, I fear him. I was preaching at the beginning of this meeting before I charged that. I was standing here feeling dizzy and tired. I came to see if my chair is here and it was and I remained standing until I've recovered. Now that I've recovered, I'll close soon. But I tell you, when and you're a pet, and you say, I dear no, no. Yesterday I was watching Pastor Matthew Ashimolo preaching at greater works. I told I told Mommy as a pearl, I just love this man. I just love him. Because you know what, people, the way they insult us. When you are not careful, the insults will prevent you from doing the will of God. So I love people who say insult me. I don't care. Say what you want to say. I don't care. I must do the will of God who has called me and anointed me and sanctified me and set me. The game, and I see the game in just three things the things you do in the ministry, the things you do in your family, and the things you do at your place of work or your business. That is the game. I see in the game there are many things pain. How many of you experience pain in life? Pain, 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 pain. And there's another assassin who roams about in the midst of the game and they call it shame. The things that, are, that can happen and they are so shameful. So embarrassing. Oh. Like you went to preach and ankoye. Why would you say preaching with the ankoye? Because I'll quote two verses in You tried to bring new revelation, it became new embarrassment. I remember a pastor who was trying to preach, quote the verse, quoted the verse. When they turned there, it wasn't there. He shouted, Yeah. yeah. Or you came here, saw prophet, Ajimai Prempe prophesied, and mentioned somebody's name. Your name is Kingsley. And the person said, Yes, it's true. Then you two, you went somewhere and thought your name is Ajimai. Your name is Peter. The person said, No. Said, You have to ask your grandfather your real name. Your real name is Peter. If you don't know, I'm telling you. I'm fine. But I pray. No matter the shape. And you know, sometimes things can happen. I was ministering in Kumasi. I called a little girl forward. Little girl. I said, come. I said, where is your mother? The mother came. I was going to receive an offering for the girl. So I said, I asked the lady. Where is this girl's father? She said, We are not married. I said, Wow, well done. And you've looked after her alone. And I raised an offering and gave the young girl. But see, this is a single mother who maybe got this girl when she was even a Christian. How do you handle this kind of situation without running out of the church? Because church members will make sure they pursue you into a mosque. 
but may God give you super capacity to deal with she. That when you fall down, you can get up and continue your journey. And when you are in pain, you can put the pain aside and continue to praise Him. Can you imagine? Can I give you an extreme example? Your senior pastor says you are going to preach. And that week, you are in your menstrual cycle. That means you are bleeding. And they say you are preaching this week. How to stand on the pulpit now in your flow? Mm. <laughs> pastor, you know. Then they say, why? They say, oh, you know. Go and preach. They told you, preach. Even if it means wearing blankets, roofing sheet. Even if it means creating an irrigation dam on your body in order to preach. Preach. Because they that regard the winds and the clouds, they don't sow and they don't harvest. I'm not talking to somebody at all. I pray. May God give you the capacity to handle pain, shame, sin. How to see sin and resist it. It's part of the game. 